Hey, hey, it is Wednesday, April the 6th, I think. Who knows these days? It sure is the 6th. You're listening to Wittenberg Radio. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Daniel Friesen. As always, subscribe to uh, us on iTunes for the latest episode to come right to your smartphone or computer or what have you. As well, email us at wittenbergradio at gmail.com for comments, questions, listener concerns, etc. Wittenbergradio.com is also a great place to find past episodes on a very fancily designed website. And we've got Wittenberg Radio on Twitter as well. You can follow us there. And Wittenberg Radio on Facebook is the other place to do that. <sighs> Still not one breath. <laughs> Gotta work. That's your homework okay. for the summer. That's a lot of homework. Our second to last episode of the year. Holy mackerel. Mackerel? That's the kind of fish. That is the kind of fish. And it is apparently holy because I have thus deemed it so. Blessed by God. And me. And Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, gosh. So... Today on the show, we do not have a live guest, but rather, as it is one of the last episodes of the year, we thought we'd do a little bit of a retrospective. So, retro meaning back, spective meaning to look. Retro look back. Retrospective look. Yeah, okay. Yeah, hang on. It just takes just in case anyone else didn't know what that. Right. Meant. Sorry, it took me a bit to figure that out. Also, um, so we'll ask uh, Dan first. What was your highlight from the show this year? Well, seeing as you're putting me on the spot, I'm going to stall for a bit by saying this sentence to think about what was a highlight for me um, this year. Um, You know, uh, I actually, it was a recent episode, so I don't know if we'll put a a clip for it, but I really enjoyed our interview with Kenji Dick last week. Oh, yeah? It was very interesting to hear about his directorial work. That was really a, that was that. a good time. I really enjoyed talking with Kenji. Also, he was he was well well spoke, and uh, he actually came away with first prize at uh, at Film Sixty. Oh wow, good for him! Best film. Uh, so he got, all that he got the, the all that hard work and not slay the WR and, bump and being the uh, and being that perfectionist that he is uh, apparently has paid off for him. So congrats to you, Kenji, on your Film Sixty victory. That's a that was a yeah that was a good chat. Um, yeah, this year was this year was a good one. Uh, I think all around in terms of us having uh, having various uh, guests as well as uh, we bumped it up at the right at the beginning of this year. It was a bi-weekly podcast until we came along this year and made it a into a weekly affair. A mono weekly. Yes, a mono weekly affair. How do how would you say that that transition went uh, for you? I mean, we did do uh, we did do the show in its in its. Uh one of its original incarnations with uh, Chris Klassen and Kyle Van Mulligan. It was a weekly uh, enterprise. And then uh, when Chris and I both real- figured that we were too busy to plan a show every week, um, it was just kind of a way to ease the load. But uh, with with your booking prowess and uh, unexhaustible source of energy, <laughs> it has uh, made the, the weekly... Uh, I think we've been able to pull off being weekly pretty... Pretty uh, easily. It wasn't, yeah, wasn't a big burden no. for me personally. Good. I'm glad to hear that you were not burdened in any <laughs> in any way. So because we did the episode with Kenji uh, last week, and listeners can like pretty easily and readily go back and 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 re- review that conversation we had. Uh, I'm wondering if we could pick another highlight. Okay. Uh, well, I know an episode that was very popular 
uh, on social media. Based on the analytics? Based on the analytics. Doing the raw data, if you will. Sure. Just looking at the hard numbers, uh, our interview with Julius Sussler, I think, had by far the most engagement on Facebook. Really? Yes. Huh. Now, for my for my interest, because I don't look at the analytics, what are the average numbers for Wittenberg Radio, just so we know? Well, it all really depends. See, Facebook is, uh, as we might say, dumb for <laughs> content creators to actually get their uh, content viewed by other people. Um, so depending on if uh, who who likes it, who views it, and who what is all mentioned in the post, mm. it will be viewed by anywhere between, I would say an average number is about 50 to 75 people viewing the post. Uh, but Julius Sisler's episode is our most engaged post this year with 503 people having wow. it, the post having reached. That's uh, not them having viewed it. That's them. That's it means them. it showed up on their timeline. Right. And they scrolled past it after a, after a glance. Maybe. Or yeah. they or they listen to it. Or they listen or they click through the website and listen to it. Right. Or subscribe on iTunes, just like you sure. Can. That uh, was, the conversation we had with Julia was a, was really interesting in that she is for those of you who don't know, Julia Sizzler uh is a twenty three year old uh, graduating student this year with a communications and media degree, and she is running for MLA, uh, this upcoming provincial election, um, as the representative for the our rural municipality of Midland. Yes. Yes. At the time when we interviewed her, she was running in the RM of Morris. So that was that conversation. Like, and she changed it like literally the next week. There was, I believe, an all-star candidate that came out for the Liberal Party in uh, in the RM of Morris. I think his name is John Falk. And so they, uh, so the Liberal Party switched her over to run for the RM of Midland. So that said we can definitely check out that conversation or at least we can check out a portion of that conversation. Uh, so yeah, have a listen. It was not that long ago that we were talking about the federal election on this show. And now it is the province's turn to go to the polls. Provincial elections are set for April the 19th to vote for members of Manitoba's legislative assembly. There is lots of vitriol and anger surrounding this campaign as uh, the NDP fights to maintain power, but um, it's a very tight race between all three of the major parties in the province, between the Conservatives, under the leadership of Brian Pallister, and the Liberals, as well, are in factoring into this mix. Now, what does it take to make this election hit closer to home? Well, look no further than Julia Sizzler, a 22-year-old uh, student here at CMU in her final year of a communications and media uh, focus in a Bachelor of Arts program. Julia Sizzler is running for the Manitoba Liberals and has worked for the Liberals in a number of capacities and even having posed with, for a selfie with Justin Trudeau, which has made page one of Google Images search for Justin Trudeau selfie. Julia Sizzler now joins us here in studio. Hello. How does, hey, Julia, want to be an MLA <laughs> run across your desk? Well, it came in the form of an email and it was like, hey, we are reaching out to people that we think are young and kind of dynamic and inspiring and we want you to fill in the seats where I guess we're struggling a bit to find other candidates. Hmm. So these are like the Southern Manitoba seats, sure. a lot of the conservative strongholds. So yeah, they just reached out to a couple of us younger people with the party and said, 
you know what, this is a good opportunity for you to kind of learn the ropes early in life and you're going to learn a lot and then you'll go on to, I mean, you could win the seat or go on to other opportunities within the party. So there's other people like you, like there's other students um, or there's other like... There are two others, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is there precedent in previous elections for, for young people such as yourself running or is this kind of a new initiative? Um, there's always a couple new people. I think this is probably the most that they've ever had. We do have a good group of young people, a lot of under 30s for sure. What do you feel being a young person running for MLA? Does this bring an advantage to you? Is, do you feel it may be a deterrent as you run? I think it's a huge advantage to me actually because I think we're realizing more and more with every election that diversity is a great thing. And when you have people with completely new, new perspectives, you, you just get such a deeper and richer experience and conversation. And I think we focus a lot on like gender parity, which we saw in the cabinet with Justin Trudeau. Sure. We see a lot of um, religious and um, a lot of religious minorities and a lot of different races in all of in all of these elections, which is awesome. And I'm super gung ho about that. But we don't see a lot of necessarily um, diversity in age. We in the present legislature most of the MLAs are over 40 and they're the ones making decisions about our university education and our student loans and stuff and they're the people who haven't been to school in however many years so I think it's a huge advantage just to have that new super young voice. A lot of young people are pretty jaded about uh, and cynical about politics in general what is it that yeah. you see in uh, in the political process that we have here in Canada that you find that you still feel hopeful about? I think what made me so hopeful in the system was getting to know a lot of the politicians one-on-one -on -one and realizing that they do want the best for us. And I think when, even if you are cynical about the system, when you work with the system, it's kind of the best way to create change. So you get in the system and you can be part of that change. Whereas sitting at home being cynical about the process isn't really gonna get you anywhere. Fascinating stuff there, like that to review that now and uh, I don't think that anything much has changed actually in her uh, policy since she started running in the arm of Midland so that was really neat also to hear that yeah again it's great great to hear the young people get involved in uh, politics and it just goes to show that you too can make a difference <laughs> as I believe I said in that episode right <laughs> I think yeah totally <laughs> my opinion hasn't changed sure <laughs> she can still make a difference okay well, my favorite part of the year for my first full year on Wittenberg Radio and uh, yeah, actually far and away my favorite conversation was the one we had with Steve Bell, uh, who yes. was here back in September. And at that point in time, the the uh, Freedom Road initiative to get a, uh, a road to the Shoal Lake 41st Nation was, uh, was not underway yet. And uh, the conversation that was sparked as a result of I wouldn't say necessarily him being on the show but him being at CMU and engaging with students definitely resulted in uh, in this in this movement students for freedom road that was spearheaded by um, a lot of really fantastic uh, people from the um, from the peace and sustainability committee as well as various other entities here on student council and now there is at this point in time there is funding from all three levels of government to get that road built and construction may even be underway already. 
Oh, really? I had heard that there, things were being stalled again at the civic level. Oh, no. But uh, it, it, the associate pastor from my church went on behalf of some people from from Shoal Lake 40 to over, to hear and, and relate back for the, 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 the proceedings over the new budget for this year. And he said something about there was, I believe, stalling happening again for getting everything in place that needs to happen for that mm-hmm. road to be built. So I'm not, but I, I, that may not be the latest. Regardless, that was a really, it was a watershed moment for uh, us here at CMU to get involved in that movement. And I think that that was definitely one of the highlights of the CMU year. Um, on the whole, if you're just looking at the CMU academic year, that's definitely one of the, the crowning, achie- I think one of the crowning achievements of the year. Yeah, for, for the sure. Body as a whole. What I found most interesting though about our, our conversation with Steve was that uh, he was talking about music as a role, uh, like as music as a social activist tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? Let's play that. This is from earlier this year, a conversation with Steve Bell. Is there an example in your life, I'm wondering, where like a song that has been received by someone else inspired you to, uh, to take action? I'm sure that Freedom Road has also maybe perhaps inspired others of us to take action. I think even in chapel today, you, you inspired people to take action yeah. as well. Is there an example from like of that nature in your life where maybe uh, something or, or someone else's? Yeah. Oh gosh, Bruce Coburn. Bruce uh, Coburn. Bruce, Bruce Coburn. I mean, it, it, you know, it, like that that fellow's music has changed my life. Wow. Uh, he was the first sort of person who professed a Christian faith, but hmm. whose whose music was decidedly political and right and and prophetic. Mm-hmm. And um, and the tradition that I grew up in just didn't have that in their music at all, in their hymnody or or in anything. Uh, um, and, and there was something in me when I first heard his music in my late teens. And I, he was kind of odd. He, he, like, <laughs> his music is kind of angular. It's not pretty. Um, sure. His poetry is come, sometimes hard to... He, he requires that you work for it a little bit. Okay. And, um, and I just I found it confusing. And why are you making it so hard? And, and <laughs> what's all of these justice causes? But something just in my soul just kind of started to sing. Hmm. Um, and so I've, desperate, I've been certainly prepared for moments like this through guys like him... Hmm. all these decades who've been doing that work so very overtly for decade sure. after decade after decade and there's a guy that whose fist does come up from time to time oh yeah you know he gets angry and and i'm, I'm a little too polite for that I, you're, <laughs> you're probably not going to get you know the, the you know this the 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 the, the you know the brooding prophetic you know anger voice from me i tend to always you know but others do that well sure and, and so they should yeah you know, I think of people like uh, G's Magazine and, and, and how very uh, sort of uncompromising they are with their ideals. And, and we need those voices. We need guys like me that can sort of maybe bridge left and right, conservative right, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and liberal, all the kind of things. That, and, and so part of it is you, 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 know, you have to ask yourself, what has God put in your hand? Hmm. Um, I had to realize I'm not Bruce Colburn. I don't do that well, and that's not what God has called me to do. Um, but I can come up with this at this from a different vantage point and with a different um, a different song, a different way of singing, mm-hmm. and and maybe get some movement from a different segment of society that would write him off. Right. right? So it's just we all do this work together, and God's mm-hmm. will gets accomplished eventually. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just really curious. What was there a specific Coburn song that was like? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I don't. I mean. Nothing that jumps to mind right off the bat. I mean, everybody goes to Rocket Launcher. 
you know, and mm. which is when when he was back in the um, boy when the the uh, Nicaraguan crisis crisis right. happened, yeah. and he was down visiting these um, these different refugee places, and and, and heli- enemy helicopters were gunning down refugees. Mm. He was there when it happened, and he came up with a song that said, "If I was a rocket launcher, some son of a bitch would die." You know, like right. and and he and I remember we we're all kind of <gasps> you know you can't say it, and he right. wasn't he wasn't actually advocating we all go now and shoot down helicopters. No, he was just giving voice to the real anger and the real rage that came from seeing these horrific and justices that were largely boy I'm going to get into territory here um, you know, by American business interest um, you know that, that sort of created these, these very very negative situations mm-hmm. and he said it he said what we were all thinking and, and, I, and I remember I was very uncomfortable with that mm-hmm. you know um, but inside of me something says but that's true isn't it you know it, yeah. isn't it true you know and so again you're not likely going to ever get something that you know hard for me mm-hmm. um, but th- that certainly was inspiring for me and I realized that's an authentic voice and I believe it came from God mm. uh, yeah no you stick to, you stick to what you do and you do it well <laughs> sir yeah and, and I think every once in a while God asks us to step out of you know our known zones that's sure. fine you know um, but if you're going to do that you, you, you want to make sure that that's a real calling from God that it's not ego based or, or um, right. you know we have to we have to watch our own passions you know um, and, our, and our own sort of Egocentricity. Yes. To make sure that when we're going to step out in public things, that it really is something we've been asked to do, uh, that aligns itself with who God is to their best of our ability to know that. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, and sure. and hopefully aligns with the gifts that we've actually been given. Yeah. That Coburn song, I actually took a listen to after that, and it was it was pretty great. <laughs> that was from September, our conversation with Steve Bell, and I think those are the two big highlights from this. Uh, from this past year certainly uh, there are a number more uh, yeah i'm just scrolling through the archives here i'm uh remembering our conversation with uh pastor and residence kevin dirksen uh yeah and i remember he that was a very uh interesting interview with all kinds of uh he, he has a neat story to tell and uh very relatable for for i think lots of us here uh at cmu he had kind of uh a sim- uh, yeah a very relatable story mm-hmm Having been here and having walked the walked the gauntlet already, so to speak. The gauntlet. the gauntlet. Whatever. <laughs> um, also, with Paul Dick and Carl Cooper in here talking about their trip to Iran. Yes, the uh, dynamic duo. Yes. The, they, I could just, you know, that was memorable for me because I could just, like, ask them one question and then they would just bounce off each other and it would go for, like, that was a long episode, if I remember right. One of the longest of the year, except for our, uh, our uh, federal election preview show way back in at the beginning of October, which yes. went like almost an hour, if I remember right. Oh, there's a lot of content to cover, so. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So, all that to say, it's been a great year. And uh, thank you to our technical producer, Dan, as always, for all the work that he does on this show. And uh, especially especially this upcoming one that we're going to produce that you're hearing us on now, because that's a bit more editing than usual. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you, Nolan, for all your... <laughs> hard work and dedication to taking up the mantle of this podcast it is here on my shoulders and it's placed on uh the shoulders of nicolene clausen weeb as well we're excited to bring her on board our new co-host and technical director for wittenberg radio 2016 2017 and uh yeah so we're excited to we'll bring her in for our last episode of the year can we reveal what that might be dan do you think or should we keep that under wraps sure let's 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 do a little (laughs) 
preview. I don't know. Sure. Well, to send you guys off to the summer, we thought we would do a summer playlist episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to get Nicolene in here, and she's going to uh, – we're all going to pick some, like, songs that we kind of get into for the summer. And uh, we're also going to get some of our musical guests to uh, to maybe send us what their songs were. So we'll get in touch with uh, with uh, Kenzie Jane and uh, the Weeb Sisters. Uh, who else has played on the show this year? Uh, well, we interviewed Bucky Dreger. He didn't play, but he chose. I wonder what his pick for the summer would be. That might be really interesting. We can find out. So all that and Matt Barron, our uh, fifth year still here, music pick of the week, uh, fine gentleman, is going to perhaps contribute a couple of songs of his own to this playlist. So that is what is coming. And if you are, you know, sitting on a lawnmower tractor somewhere or up in the combine or uh, I don't know, what else do you do in the summer? <laughs> if you're in the back of a bike shop, how about... You can just have this playlist to just come back to. It's a very, very rural activity. What else? Okay, what, what's something that people do here? In you can the, tell in that the, Nolan did not grow up in a large city. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, I don't know. Wherever you might be working, wherever you find some free time, maybe you're on a road trip, maybe you're doing, I don't know, a long bike ride to work, the bus ride, whatever. Well, hope was this a little gift from us to you to send you off into summer 2016 so that is coming up next week here is what is coming up this week at cmu a reminder that uh you have until noon on april 15th to clean out your storage units uh anything left in them is going to be placed in the lost and found until the 18th and then uh it goes until april the 21st and then i think it gets donated to mcc so i would say get those lockers cleaned out folks or if you want some free stuff Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open in the first floor lounge. That's what I always in do. Parker Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of really nice sweaters out of that. It's a good way to get deal. Uh, free things like gloves. That's a good way to get gloves if you don't have any. Ooh. Uh, or uh, water bottles. Or like a couple of random paintings generally get in there per year. So if you're looking for some wall art, I know I am. Actually, that's a lie. I got uh, – I'll, I'll digress slightly and say that I bought um, – Kanye West's my, uh, not my uh, 808s and Heartbreak on vinyl oh, this yeah. weekend, and it came with a poster. Ooh. <laughs> so I am in no need. Tray chic. I am in no need of wall decorations right now. That's the only thing you need. That's Put all anything I need. next to it would be a shame. It would be, and a travesty. <laughs> anyway. Yeezy taught you. Ye- <laughs> Yeezy taught me. Um, for all Kanye fans, that's for you. Um, what else can we talk about? There's the used book sale at CMU Library. That's taking place Thursday, April 7th, and Friday, April the 8th. It happens from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. You can check out books on Bible uh, and theology and more. You can only pay by cash. Uh, so check that out if you're looking for even more things to bring home If you're once you're done checking through that for free pile. Uh, what else we got going on? There is the yearbooks. Have you gotten your yearbook, Dan? No. No. <laughs> But they have officially arrived and they're ready to be picked up um, Wednesday outside. So today, outside the conference room at 12. Uh, it's 40 bucks for returning students if you're first year. Hey, it's free. Or you already paid for it. There you go. Uh, yeah, well, te- yeah, you already paid for it. That's true. It came you already paid it. for it, so you should just, take one. Just take it and do whatever you want with it. Um, what Maybe else? read it and appreciate the hard work that the people put into it. This is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on this week now that I look at it. Blazers Summer Sports Camps. If you're interested in directing or coaching at the 2016 Summer Camps, stop by the Athletics Office or for an application, you can contact Josh Hubert. Jay Hubert at cmu.ca is the place to do that. 
Also, Common Words hosting a morning and morning of storytelling and music with Hugo and Doreen Neufelt and Paul and Linda Dick. That's happening Saturday, April the 16th at 10.30 in the Marpec Commons. Hugo is going to be reading from his recent book, Words That Enlighten, a combination of stories and commentary on how to talk about our faith in today's culture. Uh, stories and conversation will be introduced, uh, interspersed rather, with music by Paul and Linda Dick on the Paraguayan harp. Ooh. Do you play the Paraguayan harp? No, I don't Have even know. Have you ever heard of Paraguayan I don't harp? even know what the difference is between an Estonian harp and that. Well, you should go April 16th at 10.30 to the Common Word and find out. Maybe I will. Well, maybe you should do that. That's fantastic. Did you mention the Spring Gala? I have not mentioned the Spring Gala. When is that happening? Uh, I believe it's next week. Friday? So April Thursday. 15th or 14th. <laughs> There next week sometime keep, but you gotta get keep, your tickets in advance pick them up from Shirley's desk on South Campus Reception and if uh, you want to bring a guest that is not from CMU I believe there's a cost involved there as well somewhere around $15 yeah and it's at Bethlehem Mennonite Church so just down the road so you can just go uh, get some get some good food and hear some speeches it's a good old time Grads and dads. Grads and dads. Uh, and Festival Extravaganza is happening today. If you are listening to this in the two hours that we release it uh, until noon. So we hope you're enjoying Festival Extravaganza or enjoyed Festival Extravaganza or will enjoy Festival Extravaganza. Those it, are the only three options. Yes. You can't not enjoy it. No. That's not allowed. It's not possible. That's not allowed. That's a lot of events to talk about. Uh, so we might just leave it there for today I think alright cool so as always subscribe to us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice WittenbergRadio.com is the place for past episodes also head to WittenbergRadio at gmail.com to email us comments questions listener concerns uh, maybe a song you want to hear on this playlist we're creating who knows uh, send it all in you can tweet at us also at Wittenberg Radio Facebook page is Wittenberg Radio as well so until next week the final episode of our 2016 season my name is Nolan Kaler and I'm Daniel Friesen we'll see you then see ya Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council the views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council 